The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden here on Unity Online Radio. Ah, I love being here and I love that it's unity because now more than ever, this is the solution. You know, if whatever the problem is, the solution is unity. That's it. And the number to call if you have a dream that you'd like to share. Oh, I'm going to mute that. A little noisy in the background. Um, I think. I don't know if I did that or not. Um, the number to call if you have a dream that you would like to share with Nancy T or myself or... Da, 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 da. King dreams a lot. Walter Berry, you're going to want to share your dreams today, especially if you suspect your dreams might have something to do with COVID-19, the coronavirus, or anything that's helping you to process, to survive, to thrive. Bring those dreams in. And even if you don't think the dream has anything to do with the coronavirus and your 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 body, your mind, your soul trying to find a strategy to help you make it through. I bet it does. I have a feeling all dreams right now are related to that in some way. The number is 816-251-3555. Again, 816-251-3555. So let me just tell you a little bit. Oh, well, you know what, Nancy T? No, we're going to pray first. I am a spaz person. I am so excited about Walter Berry that I'm like jumping ahead of myself. All right, <laughs> let's pray. Let's pray. There he is. <laughs> All right. Let's just do a little prayer, just to get a little centered because gosh darn, I know I need it. So let's all take a big deep breath. Ah, and let's release and let go of all of the craziness, all of the worry, all of the hurry, all of the news, all of the stuff. So just for a moment, imagine I had a magic wand and I could return you back to that childlike, innocent, blank slate of a mind where everything is possible and no limitations exist and there's nothing to worry about. It's just about how can I play? How can I have fun? What can I do that's, how can I create magic here? So imagine that poof, there you are. You're back in the magic zone, your child self zone. None of the adult heavy stuff. Release it all with this next breath. And with every breath that comes after this, let's just keep releasing. I think releasing is probably one of the biggest and best things we can do is just let go, let go, let go, let go. And then with every brand new breath, let's replace that energy since nature abhors a vacuum. Let's breathe in our connection to source, our connection to the wondrous dream that brought us into being to that source that never runs out 
to the light that lights up this world, that lights you up and lights up all the stars in the galaxy and beyond. Let's just plug into that infinite source and supply that is the love intelligence that governs the universe. And as we know, it is anywhere. That means it must be everywhere. That means it must be right here, right now, right where we are closer than our breathing and nearer than our hands and feet. So we can just rest in this sweet dream of remembering, oh yeah, I'm an infinite being. Just having this temporary human experience, this coronavirus ain't no thing. We're going to get through this. This is fine. Maybe even for this, I was born. Maybe this is showtime. Maybe this is the time to put all the spiritual work, all the dream work we've done over all these years and decades to the test. Now's the time. So with that in mind, let's just become willing to explore the realm of our dreams and know that everything is within the realm of our dreams. Even this that we call waking reality, it's still a dream. And let's just know that we have more directorial input into our waking dream and our sleeping dream than we realize. We can transform any funky nightmare into a rightmare, into something that brings us to our power, to our triumph in a way that is not just for us, but for all people everywhere. So that's what we dedicate this show to. We actually dedicate our dream to turning our dreams, whatever they may be, into art and even our broken hearts into art because we are with an artist today. So with that, let's just get magical with it. And our dreams, amen, our dreams, and that's what I say. And so it is. Okay, so here we go. Nancy T, what card did you pull for us from the Dream Goddess Empowerment Deck that launches tomorrow? Yeah, I'm so excited about it. I can't wait till people have these in their hands like I'm so blessed to have right now. Um, This goddess has shown up before, and it may just be because of my, you'll hear why, (laughs) maybe because (laughs) of me, but I think it works for everyone right now. And it is Sacagawea, the goddess of direction. Oh, you, <laughs> you know me in directions. That's why I said that. Right. Okay. And some people say Sacagawea, she wasn't a goddess. I'm like, yeah, she was. Oh, she Holy sure Lord. was. And yeah. here's what she's telling us. You are right where you are supposed to be in the perfect place at the perfect time to continue your adventure along the road of your highest destiny. Trust your instincts and feel confident in your navigational prowess. When all seems lost, look within to find your inner North Star illuminating your path. And so that's what we all need to do right now, right? I'll take it. Actually, I don't remember having gotten that card before. Maybe we did, but I forgot. But I think it does feel appropriate today. So good picking, Mm -hmm. Nancy T. Thank you. Yeah. What does it mean to you? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, me and directions, I'm horrible with it, but I like the the whole, you are where you're supposed to be. I'm always trying to think that in every moment. And when I have synchronicities, that always solidifies it for me. But yeah, I I like that idea and the perfect place at the perfect time. And who would ever describe a pandemic as that? But I think that's what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Um, I can't wait to bring on our guest because I I had a funky dream last night. I had a funky COVID dream last night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's bring him on. I want to hear about it. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to like it. 
Okay. So here's just a little bit about, here's just a little bit of the precursor to this amazing man, Walter Berry, who's one of my favorite dream people on the planet. And he's so intelligent and wise, and he is also so much fun. Okay. So George Bernard Shaw once said, you use a glass mirror to see your face, but you use works of art to see your soul. Love that quote. The That's surrealists, great. I know, I feel like I just took credit for it or something, but I didn't. I just read it. <laughs> the surrealists, such as Salvador Dali, Max Ernst, Joan Moreau, and Man Ray, believe that creativity can come from dreams, and they sure do, and the deep unconscious, and is more powerful and authentic than anything produced by conscious thought. They used automatic writing, automatic painting, and automatic drawing to draw out these hidden creative forces. People who draw their dreams are at times in touch with those same raw forces that roar up from the deep unconscious. And now more than ever during this COVID-19 craze in a world that bangs the drum of our powerlessness, we need to dig deep to find a sense of our power. And Walter Berry, he joins the show. He's the author of the upcoming book, Drawn Into the Dream. He's a certified dream worker based here in Los Angeles, even though I can't see him because we're under quarantine. <laughs> uh, he's been featured in the LA Times, the New York Times. He is a member of the board of directors of the International Association for the Study of Dreams. He conducts workshops and morning dream groups in many of the yearly IASD conferences, dream conferences. I've been to his dream groups and they are amazing. And I've also been to his dream workshops that blew my mind a couple years ago. And I'm still reveling from that Phoenix dream that you displayed for everyone anyway you're amazing walter berry i love you thank you so much for joining the show today welcome 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 you're welcome yes good to be here yes 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 <laughs> yes 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 i can't wait for your book to come out okay so what are you thinking just kind of a general or specific thought about how our dreams are helping us to find our power or heal or become less crazy in the midst of the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic? Yeah, I, I think that just on, on one note is that this is a time when, a very unusual time when everybody's at home a lot more. And so we don't, we can't, we cannot um, uh, hide from ourselves. That's the one big thing I find is like, we, we can hide if we go to work. We can hide if we're like dealing with problems and all kinds of things on the outside. But at this point, it's not, you know, we still could do things, but it is, it is a time of introspection. It is time for, it's time to say, hello, who am I? And what am I about? And what is, what, what do I have to look at inside of myself and heal? You know, there's a, it's a wonder, I, in a sense, it's a really strange time because we're so afraid of this thing. And the dreams show that I've had many dreams that I've worked lately where it's mm. definitely, they are just COVID-19 dreams. But uh, it is it is a time for reflection and understanding of ourselves. I think that's the one, maybe one positive thing in this horrible thing, you know? Right, right, absolutely. Well, let's put, put let's put one of your dreams out there. I'd like to share one of mine with you. But go, give me give me one of yours first, just so we get a little flavor of of the soul of Walter Berry King dreams a lot. <laughs> okay, well. 
Uh, one of mine was uh, it, it, uh, a really powerful dream in which I'm part of a, uh, I'm one of 14 doctors and we're oh, wow. in the middle. Yeah. And it's like, we're in the middle of a birthing process. There's this beautiful, oh, wow. gorgeous woman who is nine months pregnant. She's naked and there are 14 wow. doctors around all waiting for this birth. And um, myself and two other people, one of them is Athena and another one is Janet, but they we're a team, but we're this standby team. If the, it's we are only going to get used if things really go wrong. I mean, really wrong, like really, really wrong, right? Uh -huh, so uh -huh. I'm, I'm really not too worried. But it turns out that everybody tries to, to have this birth. They can't do it vaginally. They can't do a C-section. And it falls on me. And I go, oh, no. Because what I have to do is from the head, I reach inside their head and down, I put my arms all the way down to the baby, and I pull it up all the way through the body, out oh the head. <laughs> and, and I'm just scared to death because this is like, oh, my God, the baby could die. The mother could die. I'm really in trouble here. It's a scary dream. I actually, it's actually, in a way, it's a nightmare. I wake up from it in the middle of it, and I'm thinking, Oh my God! And all the germs that are inside there, and I, I maybe I'm putting germs inside of this body, and uh, you know all these things. So it has to do a little bit with the COVID thing, but it's a it's an amazing. It was a very powerful, very strong dream that I had. Yeah. Oh my God! Well, can we play with this? Can we? Do you mind if we just reflect a little bit? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. This one, <laughs> if it were my dream, it feels it. I want to I want to say this feels like it's a it's a macro dream like it's it's not just for you know Walter the myself as Walter but it feels like it's a for the world it feels like there's um like this like when all like this is the birth of something so the birth of something like we are birthing something what if this whole crazy time that we're in are these big contractions for this new world for this new innocent way of being that could be this this improved this this special way and it's not going to happen in the ordinary way and it's right. like like people i was just talking to somebody the other day about how it, what would it take to unify people i mean people thought maybe alien invasion where we don't where we all have a common enemy that's this alien but in this case this is a much more gentle version of having to deal with like some kind of crazy world destruction it's like it's this virus and you can't blame a person on that necessarily i mean people can try but it's so it's like unifying us anyway we it's not going to be birthed in the ordinary way but through the head through yeah. through consciousness through even through the dreaming mind coming up from above it feels like mm -hmm. coming coming in from above is is the solution i feel actually more calm but the walter part of me of course doubts because that's kind of it feels like that's maybe the part of me that's that's struggling in the midst of this that isn't a hundred percent sure that i know exactly what i'm doing but i'm right. vulnerable and i'm and i'm fragile and yet i'm being called on to do my part and the only way i know how to do it is to come in through dreams through through the head and what if that's the way so yeah that's what i get nancy t do you want to do you want to do a little reflexione <laughs> sure 
Oh my gosh, what a dream. What a powerful dream. And to what what struck me was was not only that first of all, it starts out with this crowd. There are 14 doctors. And I oh, and yeah, I'm looking 14. like what is the significance of 14? Oh, and does that does that number mean anything to you? But but yeah. before you before you answer that, I, I was thinking, okay, you have these 14 doctors, but then if it gets rough, it's going to be me and these other two people, one of whom has the name of a goddess, so you're no fool. You, yeah, you yeah, have a good person on your side. <laughs> but then then when it all yeah. comes really down to it, it's still it's down to you. And, and your thought when you woke up was, oh my gosh, the germs I might be getting and the germs I might be giving. And so it right. just seemed to me, you're right. This is COVID. It just, if it were my dream, it would have COVID written all over it. That would be in the title because we all feel like this is this big, enormous thing all around us. And then, you know, maybe if we can just count on these doctors and these nurses, these few people, but really ultimately mm -hmm. it's up to me not to leave the house and not to right. spread this thing. It's just so much an illustration. It's a painting of what is happening out there. And, um, Wow, what a dreamer Ooh, you and are. I love, of course, and I love I was, that he's surrounded by the goddesses, that he does that the yeah. goddesses don't do the work. The goddesses are there maybe to support if they're support. If it's my dream. They're like flanking him, like, no, you got this. You can do yes. this. So, so what Walter, is 14? What is does 14, 14 mean anything to you or in numerology five? Do either of those numbers do anything for you? Um, well, the, the 14, I, I, I have something to hit on the 14 because it's double seven, which is um uh that is the seven chakras you know and mm -hmm. that's what, yeah that's what happens in the dream i reach all the way to the bottom chakra oh, and pull yeah. this baby up through the seven chakras basically if you want to go to the chakra kind of theory um Ooh, there, there's, yeah, that's ah, yeah now it's interesting that you hit the thing with the goddess thing because this is now this is something after the dream i i thought of i just absolutely thunderstruck by athena the goddess of wisdom and yes. war, but 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 good war. She's the one who actually is the one who war as in like you know even though there's there's another god who is the bad war. But anyway, the Athena, if you remember from mythology, she's birth from she the was head, born, exactly from the head yes. of Zeus. She was oh born out of the head. Oh I didn't even god. think about that during the dream. So there's oh a way my that god, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that was a throwaway. You said me and Athena and Janet, and you know it was no big deal, but yeah. she was right there. Yeah, wow, yeah. like a goddess. And, and so for me, this is a powerful metaphor about pulling things up all the way from the bottom, doing things that, like you guys said, in a, in a different way, but all the way up through the experiences of life, all the way up through the seven chakras, which are the you know the double sets of them, the fourteen. That pulling, you know, this uh, dreams up from there. You know, pulling ourselves in this time of COVID in uh, up from looking at the deep interior of ourselves and looking way down in there and pulling things out. You know, the wisdom that is being birthed. You know, so I mean, it's just there's a it's a wonderful metaphor, I think. You know. <laughs> oh, truly, yeah. And the front wonderful. and the back chakras. You know, when you when you clear your chakras, you go for the front and the back. That's two sevens right there. Nice. Wow. Oh, I didn't nice. know that. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's when you balance them, you have to balance front and back. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! And we've got some we've got some people with dreams that have called in. But just as a background thought, Walter, I'm just curious also about what was happening when you were 14. I'm just you know you don't have to even oh, answer that now. Yes, yeah, so I didn't think about that. that. Yeah, 
Ooh. Yeah, well, we can go into that. That was the time right. when I was, yeah, I was struggling at that time, very struggling with my spirituality, very big struggle at that moment. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Woo. Interessante. All right. Well, my dream sounds super lame compared to yours. <laughs> I'm having dream envy for sure. But it was. But in my dream, here's the quiz. Really quick. There was there was this news flash, and it said, "People, you have to stop doing par- parking lot parties." And it was this phenomenon during the COVID days that people would meet and they would park in abandoned parking lots with their cars far apart from each other. And then they would stand in a circle six feet apart, like a double circle so that they could share and see each other. And then there was music and it was like a party, but you, everyone was, there was plenty of space. So they thought this is a safe way to do it. But I, but in my dream, that was how it spread. It spread through oh. parking lot parties. <laughs> so Wow. <laughs> and I asked Dana, I'm like, Dana, have you heard of parking lot parties? He's like, no, I looked it up online and there's, <laughs> No such thing as parking lot parties. <laughs> I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So hmm. it, so you're an inventor in the middle of all of this virus. There you go. <laughs> we should all, right, Nancy T. You're an inventor, yes. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So um let's let's grab let's grab um let's grab Denise. Of course. Denise is like our other co-host. Denise. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hi. Okay. Say hi to Walter Berry. King dreams a lot. Yeah, I was, I was listening to him. He sounds like he's just truly gifted. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I wish is. I had. I have one of my dreams today, but I'm gonna be not gonna be selfish. I'm gonna tell him my brother. I'm gonna do his, but I wish I would do mine because he's on. But I'm not going to. I'm gonna do my brother. <laughs> oh, maybe you could do both. Let's try to let's squeeze him in. Come on. Yeah. What would you say, Nancy? Oh, I didn't say anything. That's funny. But I, in my I, mind, I think I was saying go for both. Go <laughs> so for you both. must be okay, reading um, my mind. Looky well, there. Yeah, okay, mine, <laughs> mine real quick. Um, mine is quick. His isn't. Mine is real quick. And I don't like to be selfish. I know you got other callers on. The other day in front of my own home, um, and that's the extent of it, I was actually watering my grass. And and, and the grass was, was, a, was a little green and she was a little not so green, but I was just out there watering the grass in front of my own home. And I just thought that was so, it had a calming effect. I don't even know if it means anything, but I think it does because it's my house. It wasn't like I was watering the grass with somebody else. It was in front of my own home in the front yard, not the back. But the water was just coming out, and I was just walking around the front yard just watering the grass. Whether it was brown or green or a little bit of both, that wasn't important. Mm. I felt common just watering the grass. Oh, I like that. I have one little two cents. Just the, if it's my dream, there's that saying about the grass seeming greener on the other side. And I love that the grass is green and maybe not so green, but it's like... If it's my dream, it's like I'm I'm recognizing the gifts that I have, and maybe it's not perfect, yeah. maybe it's not like full mm-hmm. on, but I'm recognizing it and I'm tending to it, and it's calming me. I think there is a calm that happens when we're just taking care of what's ours to take care yeah. of, instead of trying to run all over the place, trying to garden hose everyone else's, and how come I don't have that? So, anyone yeah. else want to throw down? Yeah, yeah, I do very much so. Uh, what I think about 
is, is what I talked about at the top of the show was the fact that it's a time for introspection. And so here yes. I am yes. on my, in, my, in my own space at home, and what I'm doing is I'm feeding uh, ne- uh, you know, my, my grounding. I'm feeding uh, the, you know, the, the aspects of myself that are grounded in my front yard. Mm. It's like it's not outside. It's not, I'm not in the public. I'm out there with my own front yard. So there's a way yeah. that I'm watering. You know, which, you know, water can be in dreams and Jungian terms, that type of water would probably be uh, emotions. And so there's, there's these deep emotions that I'm, that I'm pouring out and healing myself in a way. I I love this dream. It feels like a very healing, self-healing dream. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Nancy T? Yeah, I have one real quick thing. I, you know, what I loved about this dream was it felt like it was, it was like the elixir for all of us to find that yeah. calm at home. And yeah. the fact that you were watering your grass, it was like you were nurturing your home. And mm-hmm. you know how we're all, a lot of us are like, I'm aching to get out of here. And I just feel right. so stuck. And you have found what we all need, which is that peace in that home space. So thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Oh, Denise, that is fabulous. Okay, so Denise, we we well, you know what? Throw down another dream. We've got actually, we've got a. I think a lot of people are dreaming. A lot of people are having COVID dreams. So we've got a bunch, and we'll, we're going to get to all of y'all on the other side of the break. So Denise, why don't you tell us the next dream, and let's see if we even have a little bit of time before we have like one minute. So let's hear your I, brother's dream. I don't think I do because I have to. Um, I have to read it. He's in Japan. I have oh. to read it. Um, I have to read it. Do you want me to read it? It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it as best I can. Paraphrase all, it. But, okay. Um, I had a dream. I'm packing up books. They were light blue history books, and I had a whole shelf of them. Also, I was putting coins in a piggy bank that calculated to coins. I found a one-cent yang, talking like he's in Japan because he is. And I said, I won't need them in the dream. Then he goes on to say that my mother was calling him downstairs and told him it was 845. He thought he was going to be late. Then he goes and brushes his teeth. Um, <laughs> he, was, he went to the bathroom. He went to go brush his teeth. Um, so I went back into my bathroom and I had a toothbrush and I was brushing my teeth. Here's what's profound. And if you don't get anything else out of this, the light blue history books. He is a uh, a principal, but he said the very light blue history books in the dream he has in his house. He has that light blue history book because he used to use that to teach history before. He all right. We're going to talk about this and all of your dreams on the other side of this break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back and know that the number to call on the other side is 816-251-3555. We're going to take all of your dreams. So we'll be right back. Sweet dreams. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are and your dreams are always revealing something beautiful about you no matter how funky or weird or cray cray it may seem and right now it's almost like if the dream is in a little cray cray there's something wrong. The number to call if you have a dream you'd like to share get interpreted by Nancy T or myself or King Dreams a lot Walter Berry author of the upcoming book Drawn into Dreams. The number is 816-251-3555. And during the break, so right before the break, we were talking to Denise about her dream. But during the break, um, Nancy T. and Walter and I were talking a little bit about my parking lot party dream. And, and I was saying that strangely, normally dreams, I feel like they help you work out your fear so that you can wake up feeling more calm. But in this case, I went to sleep feeling pretty calm and I woke up feeling stressed and I still feel it. And just as we were talking about the dream, it made me realize it's good for me because I've been such a, I've been pretty calm during this whole time. Maybe it's good that I'm feeling some of the drama just so I can, you know, I don't know. It's Maybe it's just part of the human experience. It's good to feel what what's alive and everyone else so I can have a little more compassion. So Walter, you were about to say something and then we'll jump on to Denise's dream. Yeah, it's, it is odd because you have to follow the feeling, but for me, it runs the opposite of it in a sense because what I do is literally that. I am like a radio show host who has this thing where I'm, in a sense, in my parking lot and I'm giving to other people and I am spreading something. But from my mind, it's, I'm spreading good stuff, not bad, but which sort of goes against the the bad feeling. So it's kind of a, it's a kind of a tough interpretation that I'm having, but for my part, it's like I'm able to actually keep my distance and still love people and kind mm. of see them and celebrate on the radio music kind of world. That's kind of where I'm headed with it. Interesting. And we recognize that we're all parked. I'm parked. Can't really go anywhere and having a party right. where I'm at, but there's yeah. also the piece of like, there is, this is, you know, in Teotihuacan, Nancy and I, we, we've, we've gone a bunch of times and we work with the angel of death and it's all like that. We all have heard the saying that to live most fully alive, we live as if death were over our shoulder. And most of us are like, yeah, yeah, that's a nice thought. But what if it's really true? And what if it's, what if it's okay? What if all of this is okay? Okay. Let's get back to Denise's dream. Enough of my pontificating Denise. All right. So, <laughs> Where we left you was your brother. He's packing up his blue history book and he does all these mundane things. He goes, brushes his teeth, goes to the bathroom, but you were struck mostly with the light blue history book. And my quick little thought on that, if it's my dream, is th there's something about like, this is a historical thing that's happening. Like this will be written about in history books. This is, this is um, not a light thing. And maybe there's some evaluating history in order to get perspective. Like I've been talking to people who, whose, whose ancestors lived through the Holocaust and some people who lived through the, the, like the craziness with the Shah of Iran and other quarantine times. And it gives me perspective, that historical perspective that gives me some calm. So that's just the quick thought that comes to my mind. Um, Nancy Walter, want to weigh in on the blue history book in his house? In the brushing of the teeth, they don't even connect. He went back upstairs to get the history books. Then he went to go brush his teeth. And I don't, that's the only thing I get a little confused about. I'm trying to interpret that. Then he well, saw my me, father. And my father's dead. 
He saw my father. He went to my. Oh, room. you didn't say that part. Yeah, he went to he went to the bathroom or he went to my room to get the stuff to brush his teeth. And I'm coming out of the room, and my father is in back of me. And he said my father's back was ashy. And I know it's a dream, but that was kind of. And my father has passed on. So okay, I didn't hear that yeah. part before. <laughs> well, she was rushed. Long, there was, was kind of not a lot of time. I don't want to be selfish. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I think there's something about doing these mundane things in the midst of this historical thing. I mean, there's to me that's I'm going to let Walter and Nancy weigh in because I've already kind of I'm I'm being selfish. Look at how polite we are. Okay, Nancy, Walter, jump if you want. I, if I was going to say I, there's something about the ashen back of my father. Well, yeah. I was was he cremated or not? No, no. He was buried. Okay. All right. That's but, Mm-hmm. Okay, so but there's there's something about the history that, that you know, and there's mm-hmm. the light blue color strikes me. It's it's sort of like the yeah. the spirit, the color of spirit or the sky mm-hmm. or something. There's something very calming and beautiful about the color that mm-hmm. really strikes me in this. Mm-hmm. And so I I'm looking at sort of the the history of my spirituality, or I'm looking. I don't know. There's something mm-hmm. there's something something going on here. There's something deep going on here. <laughs> Right. Nancy, do you want yeah. to throw in? Yeah, I guess uh, the little bits that I got, and I know you were rushed, Denise, so I, when I hear the mm-hmm. light blue of the history books, and then you mm-hmm. say there was, a, there was a piggy bank, which I'm assuming was pink, I think of babies, and of course I've got mm-hmm. babies on my mind, <laughs> and then there's you and your father, and so it <gasps> seems like all of these elements of love and family and all of this, all wrapped up in this is a time in our history we'll never forget, I guess I choose to pull love from it. Now, as far as your dad's back being ashy, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what is, Ooh, I don't know what that feels like to in. you. What did you think? I want to just, let me just say one thing about that. What I just, what I wrote, because I just wrote a few little notes, I put father's back. So I feel yeah. like, Ooh, oh, father. yeah. Like he's back. Like he's, this was a visitation. And, and he's helping during this historical time. Oh. And maybe he's present in the mundane things and the brushing of teeth and the going to the bathroom and the in the cleansing and the it's like, you know, that saying like first enlightenment, then the laundry. It's like, okay, we're in the midst of a pandemic and yet we brush our teeth, we take a shower, we go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. we look check our history book. I don't know, there's something there's something also quite brilliant about this stream and Denise, I hope that's helpful. Let me know if your brother, if your brother's good with that. But we're gonna try to get a few other callers. Thank you so much oh, for always please. calling in. We appreciate you so much. So I'm gonna put you on hold, and we're gonna pick up from Anna. 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 Is this Anna from last week? Hello. Week Yay, is. Anna from San Juan. Yes. Yes, I'm. Hey, from Puerto Rico. Yeah, from the island. <laughs> hey, hey. Okay, so what you dreaming off. about? Any COVID dreams, Anna? Um, I did have one that was like warlike from last week, but I wanted to talk to about a different one I had this 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 morning. Okay, hit it. And it is kind of thank you for the invitation. Um, it is kind of um, there, I know I was reflecting on it this morning and noticed that there is a similarity with the last dream I shared. So that's why I feel like it's important. Mm. Um, a commonality in a lot of my dreams has been 
getting lost. <laughs> Nancy T. You pulled Saka Joey and I was like, what? <laughs> Me too, honey. Perfect. Me too. I'm a person, in contrast to you, my dear, I'm a person that always has to know which way I'm facing. <laughs> ah. And is very, in like, sort of enamored with mapping and, or by mapping and, um, and yeah, just like having a sense of where the sun's coming from, you know, all that. So, um, yeah, you know, I've, I've taken a lot of trips, like you might remember by bike long distances. So I always had to think about my directions and anyway, so the dream I had. What's the dream? (laughs) What's the dream? Okay. So, um, I'm lost. And I'm taking all these different, like, I'm taking, like, a train kind of, like, city bus that's, like, an old-fashioned one. And it seems like I'm in this quasi-familiar city like San Francisco because I've taken this one route before. And then it, it left me, I mean, I mean, the whole dream is very dark. Like, the whole city is dark. And mm. it's strange because then, like, there's a little pulse of, like, dark green lighting up when I'm dropped off at a place that has some familiarity. And that mm. was, like, the Presidio, you know, where there's the Palace of mm. Fine Art or the, I mean, the Legion of Honor. And so then I'm like, okay, what am I doing here? I don't know why I'm here. And then I'm like, okay, I'm like, the next moment I'm, like, on another bus or um, tram to another part of the city, which I think was, like, Soma. <laughs> And then I'm, like, on another, I think at this point, I have to, like, figure out how to walk around and, like, arrive to this office. And I have no idea where I'm going or why I'm doing this and what's leading me. (laughs) I'm just, like, where am I? And then all of a sudden, I'm, like, in this strange kind of, like, yeah, like, uh, cubicle-like office um, compartment um, hallway. And then all of a sudden, I'm, like, settled in this space where... I'm obviously giving lessons to these children (laughs) and um, I'm like, okay, like, why did I have to come here? Like to this, why am I in this city? Like, how did I end up here? (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Semi-familiar. But then I'm, then I'm, I'm taking another bus and I'm kind of by myself, but I feel like maybe the kids are around, but I'm not really directing them. And I'm dropped off at this park, which must be Golden Gate Park. (laughs) <laughs> and there mm. are these beautiful shrubs, like it's very lush and there's like this sense of peace and, and harmony and the environment. And then I'm walking in and I notice like I'm with one of my students who in real life I actually teach and I'm kind of like looking after him like I'm his babysitter, not like a teacher. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, because there's not really any other students around and, and I'm like, well, that's strange. And then I arrived to this pool. <laughs> And um, he's obviously like, you know, shirt off, he's his little swim shorts on, he's ready to go and jump in. And then there's like a bunch of children. I'm like, oh, okay, so I've arrived at this pool where supposedly I've had amnesia and I didn't realize we're on this field trip. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so let's dive into this dream. Or is there, can you put a, can you bring us to the end of it? I'm I'm just about done. So I dive in, (laughs) I dive into the pool. Mm -hmm. When I get there, but as I'm diving in midway, I'm like bottomless. Like I don't have any underwear on and I'm oh, wearing fine. this like very fitting tube dress. And then like, as I'm jumping in, I'm like, Oh, whatever. Like people can see my like bottom parts. 
<laughs> it's like no one's no one's like looking anyway it's not like at their angle but like all the kids are you know playing and like I'm not really aware of them being aware of like thinking that they're aware of me because I'm not really aware of them I'm just going into the pool on my own and I go to the corner and I feel the shame because I'm imagining who like what kind of teacher are you <laughs> and then I'm like holding myself and then I rest my head back and there's this imaginary, like, I feel like I want to hide. So I like kind of hold my knees. And as I, as I rest my head back, I'm in the corner by myself away from all the children. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's another adult and I don't know who it is. It's this masculine person uh, figure. And as I rest my head back, there's this like beautiful, soft sun hat that's greeting the back of my head where I'm like resting in and I'm like perfectly shrouded. And that is how I woke up from the dream. But I do, I do realize that that masculine person, I was confused about who it was, but I saw that all the children were like around him and I, I figure it's my beloved because yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Oh my God, Anna, this is amazing. And this is epic. Okay. So Walter, Nancy, I'm going to give you guys the first shot at this. We'll do a quickie so we can get to some more, as many dreams as possible. So Walter, you want to take a shot? Sure. Uh, one thing is, is that the dreamer announces at the beginning that she's talking about how she's really clear about directions. And in the dream, there yeah. it's all muddled. And so there's, for me, this is a deep dive interior. This is <laughs> whatever the, all of these experiences I have here, including the pool, are somewhat looking at the deep interior of who I am. And actually, I even expose myself in a sense. There's a way that I'm exposing myself to myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out in a sense to some clarity here. And the, the pool is, uh, in Jungian terms, can be like contained emotion. And so there's like, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, there's this emotional pool of emotion and it deals with the children. There's a lot involved here. But basically then I come back with the beloved and it's like, yeah, so the, it feels like there's, I'm in search and I'm in search mode and exposed mode and in a different place than I usually am. And I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Nancy T. Did we lose her? I think we lost Nancy T. Or did you lose me? <laughs> we didn't lose you. <laughs> okay. Nancy, if you're on, then just just jump in. Okay, so from my perspective, because I'm looking at this from a COVID-19 perspective, it feels like everything's turned around. And many of us, if it's my dream, I'm there's like a feeling of being lost and not knowing which end is up. Like, I didn't see this coming. And what the heck, what am I supposed to do? So there's this trying to find my way and I'm grabbing, I'm grasping onto some familiarity, some places, some like I, that image of the dark city. Wow. That's, that couldn't be more apt. And, um, and then I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. It's like, you know, I realize in times of crisis, this is why there's so much growth and they even call it like there's post-traumatic stress. And then there's also post-traumatic growth because so much incredible Mm. growth and creativity comes right at the end or even in the midst of a crisis. So there's all these questions. Like when we aren't familiar, there's like, ah, we have to figure so much out. So there's some kind of connecting to reality or the reality that I knew, but then there's all these gaps. And I love that there's this like going from stress into peace with the Golden Gate Park. It almost feels like coming into heaven, like I've died and I'm coming into this (laughs) 
peaceful <laughs> place. And then there's the child aspect. I mean, it's like the child that leads us to heaven, the child aspect, the children aren't worried. The children are like, yay, there's no school. Woohoo, Party time. It's like, let's be like a child and just swim. And there's some part of me that feels like if I'm, mm -hmm. if my identity is wrapped yeah. around direction and I'm not certain where I'm at, then I feel naked. I feel embarrassed. I feel ashamed because well, without my it. sense of direction, then I, my identity <laughs> is kind of wonky. And then I'm, I'm embarrassed. I want to hide in the corner and I don't wow. want people to see me when I don't have my, my, my stuff together. But I love how this ends. It's like, it's okay to not know. It's okay to even go in the corner. It's okay to curl up and know that there's this like unexpected energy over my shoulder, almost like an, it's a masculine energy, like an archangel that's over my shoulder. I can't see him, but there's grace and I'm held. The feminine, the pool feels very feminine and emotional. And the man yeah. behind me is like this sturdiness. So in the midst of all the uncertainty, there's this sturdiness that's got my back. <laughs> And then it's shading me from the sun. And so I have this feeling that, you know what? I'm going to come through this just like I've come through a million other tipsy-turvy times in my life when I fell off my bike and didn't know what was going on. It's like I still come through and and I'm going to be fine. So that's my two cents, Anna. How does that land on you? Well, like, I'm missing that you see, like, this masculine presence behind. But maybe I didn't say it correctly. But so the masculine oh. presence was in, in the pool, in the corner, and the children were all flocking, like, around. Okay. Person, like the, I pictured, like, cozying up in the corner, and there he is. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no one that I felt really behind me. It was just this hat oh. that, like, was like maybe behind and then like I rested in it and then it was nice. there. <laughs> nice. But nice. Well, I in my dream, he's coming of, up from behind. Me. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of like, um, still kind of stuck in, in the symbolism of, um, my partner in the corner with like the children and like the feeling I have in the dream, even though I woke up with this sense of like repose and like sense of, it's okay. And I really like, um, yeah, but. Didn't what you have a dream? One of the last dreams that you had wasn't your beloved in the water and they were fine. Yeah. They were naked and you weren't and you didn't go oh, in. But this yeah. time you're in. I was closed. Yeah. Right. But now you're half closed. Yeah. But like he's got all the kids and like it's like his, he's got the responsibilities. And like all the kids are like in love with him and like playing and it's great. And I'm like, I'm not doing my job. I feel like as a teacher, like why, you know, like, I don't know. There's like this element of the shame of being seen and not right. knowing where I'm supposed to be at the right time or something like. <gasps> right. Well, but that's my feminine speaking. It's the masculine yeah. who is, who knows what it's all about. You know, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So it's all happening within me. The masculine part has it together and the feminine part is supposed to be a little bit mysterious and and it's okay to not know. Anna, this was a, such a cool dream. Thank you for letting us take a deep dive with you and I can't wait to Thank hear you. what you've got going on next week. Thank you so much and hang okay. in there, sweetie. Stay safe. Right. Stay away from parking lot parties and keep your yeah, bottoms on. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and also start dating guys from San Francisco. Yeah, there you go. Right. Bet your bottom dollar. Okay. All right. Let's get Jude. Jude from L.A. Is this the Jude I know from L.A.? Hey, Jude. Yes, yes my love. Yeah. How are you? 
Hey, Jude. All right. What you got? Well, I wish I had something. I have my, uh, my girlfriend is listening to this. Her name's Marianne. And I was hoping that she would sign into the queue because she's the one that's been having really, 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 really vivid dreams. And so I was just basically here to support her, but I'm not sure she's in the queue. (laughs) Okay. So I just, so (laughs) after all that, so I just want to say thank you very much. Lovely hearing all this, which my wish my mind would work that way so I could interpret dreams like this. It's just fascinating. So thank you. Oh, you know what? I think, thank you. And I know that you, you know, I think it's just a matter of being in the conversation. I know when I hang out with Walter Berry, my dreams get more vivid. So I bet you, you're going to start having vivid dreams that you'll start remembering. And even if you don't know what to do with them upon awakening, just call into the show and we'll banter about it. And all of a sudden you'll start, you'll start percolating your own wisdom about your dreams. Well, I love the percolating. So thank you so much. And Walter, we'll talk again some other time. Yes. Awesome, Jude. So great to hear your voice. Okay, Christopher. Christopher Hartz, is that you? The one. Can you hear me? The one. Oh, my God, just in time. All right, let's hear what you've got, what you've been dreaming about. I'll go real fast because I just want to thank you for a, a possibility you put in my life that I not didn't used to have. So oh. talking about feeling helpless in this time of the uh, corona, and I yeah. had one of those dreams last night where mm. I go, um, I sit next to a really attractive looking lady who's mm-hmm. playing a video game on a big screen, and I love video games, so I mm-hmm. sit down and I start to play. And I realize I don't know the rules. I have no idea what the game is all about. Wow. And so everybody's looking at me like, and I feel so helpless and uh, dumb. Um, however, then at 5.30, I always wake up at 5.30 to take the two dogs out in the backyard to be. <laughs> and they said, I going to wake up for the day feeling helpless and dumb. So I went back into the dream and kind of rewound the tape and mm. learned and and uh, got good at it and then went back and sat down with the lady and we had a great time. It was a very colorful game. It was a lot of fun. But, but using your techniques, I was able to get a second chance. Uh. Uh, not feel all helpless and and uh, and stupid and wake up feeling powerful. Oh my God, Christopher! Oh, that is so awesome, Walter. I'm going to let you weigh in first, and then I'll then I'll throw down my two cents. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering. Actually, a question is that if I was going to give the game a name, if I was going to make oh, up a wow. name of the game, I mean, even if I don't know what it is, what would I call the game? Good question. It was uh, like an exploration game. Uh, uh, actually, it was a role-playing game, an RPG. Ooh. But, uh, okay. Colors, and it reminded me of uh, Pharrell Williams, uh, one of my favorite musicians. He yeah. He music. You talked about creativity. He creates dreams as colors and there are seven basic colors in the rainbow and he says and seven color seven notes in a major scale so he sees colors and then translates those into 
about musical notes and writes music that way. So this oh. is a whole sequence of colors uh, that I'd love to explore. <gasps> oh, mm. very cool. Very cool. So, Walter, did you want to say anything else before I? Well, it, it's very interesting that, uh, first of all, going back into the dream and, and doing this is amazing, but it's also, yes. there, there, there's something about the relationship with the woman that's very important. And there's also something about playing games. And it's about mm-hmm. uh, learning some new skills and becoming better at it. I, there's there's a lot in this dream, which is mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's talking about what I'm working on in my life. I had to have to look at my waking life and saying, hmm, what am I working on? What am I learning? And how is this, you know, how am I gaming myself? And what does it have to do with this woman? I'm not answering a lot of questions. I'm asking more questions. But, you know, right. it's a fascinating dream, yeah. So, so I have a quick question. I mean, so Christopher, one thing I know about him is that he is brilliant. He's um, a Mensa guy. So he knows, he's the guy that knows a little something or a lot of something about everything, a true Renaissance man. He is an expert at many things. So, I mean, just like the common denominator in many of the dreams that we've heard, like Walter, your dream about not knowing how to do this birth and then Anna's dream mm-hmm. about not about not knowing where she's at. And then even Nancy pulling yeah. the Sacagawea card, like it's about direction. Um, there's something here about like all of us being out of our depth, not knowing. Yeah what yes. we're doing we're playing this game and we don't even know why we're playing it but i the beautiful lady i i don't know if this is true but it seems like there's something in it. and you had a beautiful lady the beautiful lady was giving birth in your dream too so yeah. this beautiful lady is iconic about maybe what is going on here and we're about to wrap up the show i'll just say that what if this opportunity is is beautiful what if we're being birthed into some big beautiful opportunity and it's okay that we don't know what we're doing and we're going to figure it out and i love that we can go back into the dream though and fast forward to the, to the time and place that we do have the answers so we all know more than we think we do walter berry king dreams a lot thanks for joining the show today you're amazing you got to come back again this was so fun oh, all right, I will. thank you for listening to unity online radio the voice of an awakening world. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.